All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Bringing the Mata Mastectomy podcast. Uh, this is episode three. I am your host, Kevin. I am joined by my beautiful wife, Jen. Hi again, everyone. Thanks for listening in. Uh, so last time we talked about Jen's double mastectomy and her uh, reconstruction. And uh, this time we're going to get into uh, a little bit more about like life after reconstruction. So if you're interested in hearing about the whole process leading up uh, to her mastectomy reconstruction, the, the nitty gritty details, I highly suggest that you listen to episode two. Um, but at this moment now, right now we are post placing of the implants. Um, how did you feel after you were all fully recovered, right back to work and, and life was normal? Mm-hmm. How did it feel to be what you thought was done? I felt really good. Um, The whole process of the surgery and the healing process went very well for me. I didn't have any complications. Um, Very luckily, no complications, yeah. Um, My incisions healed very well. Um, My right nipple, which I had complications with at the time, ended up healing very well as as well so I that was one less thing I had to worry about but um other than having to buy new bras and new clothes Cha-ching. <laughs> um everything yeah everything was good I was back to work I was working um I was lifting I was going about my everyday life and um yeah everything so was when, good when you say lifting you mean you were working out yeah, okay. uh, working out. I was, um, you know, at work. I'm a nurse, so helping, you know, with patients and all that. Um, I had like no limitations or anything like that. So, so that's good. Um, and so, did anybody ever make any like rude comments towards you who didn't know your your backstory after they see you come back to to work with bigger boobs and? And everything? Did they think you were out for like two and a half months just because you got implants? Um, I, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, you couldn't really tell because um, the I wanted like my breasts to look as natural as possible. So it's not like I came back and, you know, I had double D's and I had an A before. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like that drastic. But people knew, um, well, some people knew that I was going out having the surgery. Some people who came back were like, oh, like, um, you know, I haven't seen you. What happened? And I told them how I had the surgery. And, you know, as soon as they hear implants, they were like, oh, my God, why would you do that to your body? You're beautiful the way you are. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, this is my backstory. This is why I did it. Probably should have let off that conversation with double mastectomy, not yeah. implants. But yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> but um, otherwise, um, you know, all my coworkers, my bosses at the time, everyone was so supportive of me. And they still are to this day. I'm very blessed. Yeah, I think I think you got really lucky because I know uh, initially when this happened, you had just started working there and you were very nervous that they wouldn't give you the time off and you wouldn't be able to do it and you're going to have to wait and you didn't want to have to wait, which I can completely understand because I didn't want you to wait either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, if I remember correctly, the director of HR looked at you and said, you're having this surgery 
don't worry about it. Yeah, they were very, like I said, very good, very supportive. Um, I couldn't have asked to have um, better coworkers. Awesome. Uh, so you had your implants placed about five months, six months before we got married? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. So mm-hmm. then we get married. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Yeah. Finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go on our honeymoon, which was, you know, a disaster, but whatever. Ugh, our honeymoon. Um, and then, we'll talk about that another you time. Know, really, life for you, at least in terms of the the implants and everything, was very uneventful. Yeah, I was feeling great. I looked great, and I had no issues at all. I was just kind of, you know, going about my life, doing you know, what I do. And, um, yeah, come June of 2017, we found out that we were expecting. Yay. And, um, February 15th, 2018, we gave, well, I, I gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Her name (laughs) is Paige and she is the love in the sunshine of our lives. Um, gentlemen, if you're listening, I don't know how many of you there are. There's probably like one, but Hey, uh, if your wife is pregnant and you're going to the hospital, bring a pillow. (laughs) We found that out the hard way. I I found that out the hard way because I wasn't sure when we went, if they were going to admit Jen or not. Um, we weren't sure how, how far along she was in the process. (laughs) And I, uh, Jen was in labor for 30 hours. God bless you. Mm-hmm. And uh, your boy over here uh, took a nap on the hospital table thing with my sweatshirt as a pillow. Yeah, that was... Do not... Zero out of ten, do not recommend. Yeah, that um, was a pretty rough day. Well, whatever. Night, what, I, day. What, what I had to deal with was nothing compared to you. But just <laughs> just bring a pillow because if you're there for a long time... You want to be comfy. <laughs> so, luckily, though, free coffee. Yeah, free coffee. It was free coffee on well, the floor. for you. Me, I was well, like... You, uh, you couldn't even eat ice chips. But either way. Okay, yeah. so now we're getting off track. Okay. But back to back to the lecture at hand. Um, even so, even during your pregnancy, right? So now, typically, there are changes that occur, mm-hmm. right, in a female breast tissue during pregnancy. But yep. you had, obviously, none of that. Yeah, um, normally um, when a woman finds out or one of the signs that they're pregnant is that their breasts get very, very tender, what I've heard, not from experience, but what I've heard or they get really um, engorged because of um, the beginnings of milk production. So um, I luckily, because I've heard horror stories of how uncomfortable it can be, um, luckily, I did not have to experience any of those symptoms just because I did not have any breast tissue um, at all. And as far as breastfeeding, I could not breastfeed because I was unable to produce milk. And um, I did have to bottle feed when we had Paige. So throughout your pregnancy, you didn't notice anything at all? Like you didn't have any, the slightest bit of nothing? I don't know if it was just coincidence or if it was just in my head, but um, I woke up the day that I took the pregnancy test and I couldn't drink my coffee because it made me so sick, which was my number one thing, like, okay, something's up. But 
normally I did not have any sensation or very, very, very little sensation in my chest. Um, but that day, for some reason, I had more feeling than usual and it was not, it was very weird. Like my breasts like hurt, which oh. I don't know why, but um, that's the only thing I could tell you. Brain is a powerful thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was just in my head or if, eh. if it was actually happening, but either or, um, you know, having the implants just in general had not affected my pregnancy at all, really. Awesome. So then obviously, you know, Paige was born. Everything was, again, status quo, nothing out of the ordinary, um, you know, for the first almost year. Yeah. Of her, yeah. of her life? Yeah, everything um, was great. And then, so then, can you talk a little bit about uh, what happened? It was actually January of this year. Yes. Uh, so can you talk a little bit about the, uh, that whole yep. process? <laughs> yeah. So, um, like we said, December, January of this year, um, I woke up one day. Um, usually, I'm a stomach sleeper and sleeping with implants on your stomach really is tough and I don't think you're supposed to do it but um I woke up from sleeping one day and my chest felt very 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 tight and weird on my right side and I wake up and I look in the mirror and my implant was actually lopsided in my chest like it kind of did a full like 180 turn and it did not look good so what was going through your head when it did not look good? <laughs> um, I was trying not to freak out. I literally thought that I was going to have to be rushed to the hospital, go under emergency surgery because my implant was not in the right place. Um, I was in the bathroom just like trying to calm myself down. I was literally physically trying to manipulate it back into the right place. I do remember that with you in the mirror trying to twist it. And I was like... I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily it did, but um, it was not good because, you know, it's not like my implants are a total like circle in shape. Mm -hmm. um, mine was the teardrop shape. So, it, so you actually might have benefited if they were symmetric. Yeah. We wouldn't have known. Uh, yeah. Well, I, actually, I can't say you would have benefited because we wouldn't have known something was wrong. Yeah. So um, with the teardrop shaped implants, they are, you know, thinner up on top and then they gradually get bigger towards the bottom and more full um, to make it look like a natural breast. And when it had turned, that thin part, which is supposed to be pointing up on my chest wall was actually twisted pointing towards my sternum and the fuller part of the breast that um you know sits on your lower chest was actually turned over towards my armpit at that time so you guys can picture in your head that I was trying to like manually turn my implant into the correct position Spoil and spoiler alert does not work yeah, well, I did get it back into the right position, but after I had put it in the right position, I've noticed that my right breast was significantly lower than my left, which so, was an issue. So let's talk a little bit about 
because um, they call that bottoming out. Well, that's my term for it. Oh, like, okay. I Just say being... my, my implant bottomed out. Do you know, does, does your plastic surgeon have a term for that or no? I don't know. Okay. I just um, kind of, you know, it's the only way really that I can... Um, so while bottoming out in a car is like you scrape the curb or, or the well, road. Yeah, like your your implant is supposed to be held up in a certain place and it just like bottomed out. Like it so, just So I think it's fell. important to, to describe to people, this thing is not sitting in your stomach. No, okay. no. So if we can, let's take a second and talk about after you get implants, what happens inside of your body? Because I think that's important for people to understand when we're talking about this whole revision process that eventually you had to go through. Right. So um, when you first get the implant placed, what I call is, you know, it sits in a pocket, which means that, um, you know, the plastic surgeon constructs a place in your chest wall to hold and support the implant. Right. So they kind of... They place the implant and then they layer, for lack of a better term, muscle, muscle and skin. skin to hold so it they in place. they essentially create a place for you. Yeah, for <laughs> for, the for this thing to be held up by your your tissue. Yeah. Okay. I, I, absolutely. And then what happened was, um, we think what caused the implant to rotate is because, um, you know, my pregnancy could have had um, a factor or could be a factor for it because when you get pregnant, everything stretches, your tissues change, like every your body, your whole body changes. So uh, well, that also, could have been I think a factor. Too, it was your right side. You'd been carrying a child on your right side for 11 months. Yes. You so, know, at, at that point. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor and there's no way to know no. what really caused it, but we don't know. Uh, not so surprising to me that it was your dominant side because you're right handed mm-hmm. as opposed to your non dominant side. Right. And I think because my implant turned, basically. Well, I don't, basically, no, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when it turned, I think that caused some more trauma as well. So I think what happened was that pocket that was holding up the implant in the correct place had stretched, which caused the implant to quote unquote bottom out. Um, That makes sense. No, no. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so essentially like it got to the point where once it rotated for whatever reason, um, because now it is, it, it's asymmetric in a different way. The pocket could no longer hold the weight in that sort of distribution. Yes. Um, so it, it starts to kind of slowly shift downwards. Yes. Um, so then, so we get over the hump. We know you're not in any immediate danger. It's just kind of like a lopsided looking thing. Um, so you go to see your plastic surgeon, and what was that conversation like? Yeah, well, um, before I saw my plastic surgeon, I knew, you know, once I had manipulated it back into place, I knew something was still wrong because of not only how it looked, but I was having physical pain. Um, the Because the pocket was stretched out, my implant was moving around more than it should, so it was touching areas... Um, that it really shouldn't, which was causing me a lot of pain. Um, 
I didn't really have a lot of swelling in that area. I did not have any redness, no um, like signs or symptoms of infection, but I was just having like a lot of pain. And um, I remember I was having, um, you know, not to be gross or anything, but I mean, it happens, but I had this like white discharge coming from my nipple, which I later found out that it could have been like fluid forming around the implant. So that's interesting. So not contents of the implant? So no. Like, so like the implant itself was still intact. It yeah. hadn't ruptured or anything. No. So that's interesting. I wonder if it was white blood cells. I don't know. They called it a seroma, uh, a possible seroma, which is a pocket of fluid that forms... Um, Either way. Probably because of the trauma that could have happened. No bueno. No gracias. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, so I remember like during the time, obviously I saw my plastic surgeon and she said, you know, we have to, our, be- our best bet is to remove the implant, replace it with a different implant, same brand, same type of implant. Different meaning we... Same model. Yes. But we're not going to try and fix the one that's currently in you. Yeah. We're going to remove the one that's in you and replace it with the same one. Right. Same model. Right. Gotcha. And reconstruct the pocket to make it so it's in the right place and stronger. So at this point, did they... um, Because I don't know if we need to talk about your revision surgery that much because it was essentially... It's a uh, kick and replace, take out the old one, put in the new one. But did they put in any sort of... Uh, apparatus to help make sure that this didn't happen again? Like, did they give you a, a I mesh believe or... they, yes, I believe, I'm not, I don't know for sure, which I probably should, but... Um, you probably should, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> but we did talk about possibly, because I think she was going to make that decision when she actually opened me up and saw what was going on, that um, we would place a mesh where the stretch had happened to fully pr- provide more support in that area to so, hold the implant where it, it was supposed to be. So, but we don't actually know if there was one there or not. Um, I want to say yes, but for sure I don't know. Okay. Um, so then, you know, we have your revision. I mean, was there anything else in the interim there? Cause it was fairly quick. If I remember like you, yeah, again, you the, it wasn't a really big surgery. Like it was like one of those in and out. I don't even day think surgery. you missed work. I think you missed one day of work. I yeah. think you had it on a Friday. Yeah. You missed work that Friday. Yep. You had the weekend off. You were they back went on Monday. In through the same incision that they had yep. um, made. Same day surgery. Yep. Same, same thing. Just cut me open, popped out the implant put the new one in, reconstructed the pocket, sewed me up, and I was good to go. Yeah, that one was, that was a very quick one, yeah. if I remember. Yeah. Um, so I, I was like, all right, we're good. There was nothing wrong with the left one, so we left that I one think, alone. I think we were lucky that that one was quick, too, because at that point, obviously, we have a daughter. Yeah. Uh, we were very lucky that my parents were able to take her for a few days while you were recovering because you couldn't pick her up. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. And then again, you know, after your revision, did you notice anything different, anything out of the ordinary other than just like now this thing looks right? Um, well, the only thing was like my nipple line was off. 
Well, you were lopsided from the get-go, <laughs> and that right that right nipple was... I am so surprised that he oh lived. Oh, my God. That poor thing. I know. Well, Ugh. gone now. Yeah. Sorry, Ugh. buddy. But, <sighs> yeah, no, I had no issues with the revision. Um, you know, I went a couple months, and then uh, we'll, we'll save the rest mm. for another time, for our next uh, yeah. episode, because that one's going to be a, a doozy. Yeah, so. That's going to be a long one. Uh, that about wraps it up for this one. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, we just covered... Rotating implants. <laughs> um, it could happen, and it could happen. it's an easy fix. Yeah, and so fixable. so I think it's important, too, if you find yourself in that same position, don't freak out. It's not, yeah. not the end of the world. It's just you're going to have to get a new one. Yeah, So yeah, basically. But, yeah, that's... That's about it? Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. See you. Bye, guys.